Each year, the Dutch Development Cooperation Association Portals organizes a call for innovation to showcase and promote innovative and inspiring initiatives in the development sector. This year, the Collaborative Innovations Awards celebrated innovative collaborations and international civil society partnerships that developed creative solutions to deal with the complex, volatile and uncertain scenarios in development cooperation. In total, 30 very diverse innovations were submitted. During the Portals Innovation Festival, a jury awarded three innovations for the best collaborative innovations of 2021. Hi, my name is Alexander Medic, and I would like to introduce you to the three winners. Welcome Victoria and Christina to this Innovation Trilogy podcast, where we talk with the three winners of the Portals Innovation Awards 2021. First of all, congratulations with your award. And before we're going to talk about your innovation and what it entails and what it does, I would like to get to know you a little bit better. So, Christina, could you perhaps introduce yourself and also uh, tell us a little bit more about your Innovation for Change network you're part of? Hi, Alexander. Thank you very much for the, for the introduction and for this space. So uh, my name is Cristina Ordóñez. I am based in Quito, Ecuador, um, and I am uh, the Latin American and the Caribbean Hub Coordinator for Innovation for Change Network. So I will explain a little bit what is Innovation for Change, so you can you can uh, all the all the audience Please. can understand. Um, so Innovation for Change is a global network of people and organizations that wants to um, to connect to work together to defend and strengthen the civic space uh, and also to strengthen uh, civil society organizations in, in the global south. So we are a global network because we have seven hubs around the world. We are in, I represent, I am the coordinator for Latin America, but we also have regional hubs in Africa, in Central Asia, South Asia, East Asia, in the Pacific, in Africa, and also in the Middle East and North Africa. So, uh, these seven hubs work uh, in, in uh, introducing innovation also for, for civil society organizations and for the third sector. And uh, the innovation we are going to talk about is was made in this uh, in this in this context uh, in this network in Latin America. Wow. Okay. Uh, global network. Um, you're the regional uh, coordinator. Um, thank you very much for the introductions. And um, uh, Victoria, who are you? Hi, Alexander, how are you? Thank you for, for this space and thank you, Cristina, for the introduction. My name is Victoria Rodriguez Costi. I'm based in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and I work in the Innovation for Change Slack Hub as the Innovation Officer. So it's really nice to be here. Great to have all these uh, innovators uh, on board. Um, um, so yeah, let's start to talk about your innovation, uh, the awards uh, that you won as well at the Partos Innovation Festival. Um, could you pitch your collaborative innovation? Uh, I'm curious, why can it be considered as the most, one of the most inspiring collaborative innovations? Sure, Alexander. So um, the innovation we, we present and with which we, we won the award are the virtual innovation labs, uh, laboratories. So this, are spaces where civil society organizations and social entrepreneurs, activists, students, and other social actors in Latin America um, work together 
to design an innovative solution for a social problem. So we always focus on uh, finding solutions for community problems and, and uh, with, the, with this social uh, vision. So what we do is we create spaces where uh, those people, uh, we, we create teams uh, among organizations and, and the people that want to, to participate in our inno innovation labs to promote the diversity and also to tackle the social problem from different angles. So it's very important to have different visions on, on, the, on the problem. So uh, we use the design thinking methodology. So we facilitate the, the space with the design uh, thinking methodology and the teams. Uh, we lead the teams through a, through a process of creation, designing and prototyping a solution. So, um, what is most important in this process is that we need to capture the real needs of the of the communities and the feelings also of the people that are affected by by, by the problem to try to co-create a human centered uh, solution um, not only a solution from from our side but to try to yeah to, to really capture the the real needs so after several sessions uh, with the pandemic, we have been working in a virtual mode because before we, we made like face-to-face uh, -face, uh, events. So right now we've, we, we follow different virtual sessions uh, of creative work, exchange, collaboration, collaboration um, so that the teams can uh, build their prototypes. Uh, and then we will have a pitch session where the teams will present their prototypes to a jury made of innovators and experts on the thematic and social actors. Uh, and one or two or three of uh, the best ideas will receive also at SIPS fund to implement their prototype. And the Innovation for Change staff will accompany them in the, in the implementation of the, of the process. So that is like the, the main, um, the, yeah, the, the principal idea of the Innovation Labs. But what is, is interesting is that not only the, like, not only the winner of the seed fund is the beneficiary, because the organizations start to learn design thinking. They 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 learn while they are doing, while they are implementing and, and thinking their prototype. So um, normally the social sector or the third sector is not very familiar to the, to the, that kind of yeah. methodology. So it's very interesting how we how we can facilitate that process and how uh, they are very interested in, in in learning and in working with with that innovation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that would be like the the main explanation. Yeah. So it's uh, the virtual innovation labs, and it's basically not uh, only uh, about the awards or the winners uh, or the seed funding, but it's mainly also about the process and the participation of 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 the participants and the organizations who are also learning by doing. Uh, learning new skills and, and new design approaches, like you're saying, in order to right. become better able to innovate themselves, perhaps as well in uh, in, in in their organizations, right? Right, right. Uh, our main um, objective also is that, uh, like, to transfer the methodology and to try mm -hmm. that the the civil society organizations start to to implement innovative approaches to to their own daily work. Yeah. So that, that would be the main yeah, objective. Yeah. Okay. So the objective is clear. And let's try to unpack it a little bit more. Eh? Um, so an innovation always needs to solve a problem or problems, of course. Um, let's start now a little bit more with the problem or the problems. Um, what problem um, is your solution? Is the, uh, the virtual innovation labs actually solving? 
Well, that's a, a very interesting question. Our main focus of work is the promotion and defense of civic space. I'm gonna explain a little bit about civic space. Um, civic space is the, the set of conditions that allow civil society and individuals to organize, participate, communicate freely, and in doing so, influencing political and social structures. However, this is a, a really wide problem, as you can see. So during the labs, we work with specific issues that can be found within the promotion and defense of civic space, and also issues that are, um, that are mainly affected in our region. You know, in, in Latin America and the Caribbean, we experience great challenges. Uh, and in, in all of the labs, we tackle different issues related to the problems that are affected in the region, such as gender violence, migration, climate change, uh, employment. So we work with those specific issues, finding solutions to that problem. And something very important that, that Christina has mentioned is that we want to tackle problems that are that people are affected by the problem, you know, that local problems, community problems. So we want, oh, okay. Are you, <laughs> sorry, are you listening? Because I think my I think it, is... at least it, it cut a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you were talking about the community solutions. Um... Okay, yes, maybe I can turn off my camera. Okay, so yeah, I was saying that we want to focus on people's actual and real needs. So one of the, of the challenges of the lab is to, uh, to go to the communities, to talk, to see what, what, what is happening, you know, to um, give solution to a local problem, to stay in touch with the community and understand what is the problem there. And from that understanding of the problem, we start to work with the solution. Yeah, thank you for uh, providing that, uh, that overview of uh, what problem and problems uh, you are encountering in the region and uh, how um, you're trying to, uh, to, to solve those problems. So talking about uh, solving and, uh, and, and solutions, um, Christina, you already touched upon, of course, uh, and introduced uh, the solution that, uh, that won the award. Uh, let's try to unpack this also a little bit more. So virtual innovation labs, right? Um, how virtual is it? Is everyone participating online? Um, how does it work collaborating online? Um, is it easy? Is it different compared to physical meetings or physical um, um, uh, labs, innovation labs? Um, yeah, I'm very curious. Yeah, so we, we had to really adapt the methodology because um, it's it's different when when you meet in, in, in a place and you can have, and you can work like, I don't know, six hours all together uh, thinking on the solution. But when we are in a virtual mode, uh, normally people also are working <laughs> while uh, it, it's a, civil society uh, organizations normally are very, very busy. So sometimes it's difficult. So that, that we can have all the attention of the participants during the, I don't know. We, we have been trying different uh, modalities. So for example, we have had uh, virtual labs that last like three days of four hours each day. Uh, but in other cases, uh, participants also asked, asked us like to make only sessions from two hours 
or to work on Sundays uh, or, or yeah or, or or Saturday and or in or Friday Friday and Saturday. So we have to adapt uh, to the times. Um, but what is very interesting in in the in the virtual modality is that, for example, this was the first year in 2021 uh, when we when we 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 have made four sub-regional laboratories. So one for the Caribbean, one for the Southern Cone, one for Central America, and one for, from, for the Indian region. So it was very interesting because, for example, we have people, think, uh, people from Venezuela, Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru, thinking all together on a common issue, which is the, the migration, uh, the, the people that are in, in migrating, um, because it's a problem we all have, we all share. And for example, we, we have teams that were, was ma were made by Venezuelan and Ecuadorian uh, participants. So the virtuality allows us to, to make that because uh, if, uh, you know, it's it's more uh, expensive if we make a face-to-face -face event where we have to pay tickets and 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 have a venue, etc. So this was uh, like a big, uh, yeah, a big uh, success for us to reunite in in one space people from different backgrounds and from different countries. So this was a very, very. Uh, exciting experience and i think right now well by because we we are developing uh four uh innovation labs in four countries and they are also going to be virtual uh because the the pandemic uh, context um and maybe in the future we will we will start making again face-to-face -face events we we have to see but um both modalities are interesting they, they have their own uh, extremes and their own uh, weakness. Mm -hmm. Interesting to hear how you work with different modalities. Uh, um, what also made me curious is you mentioned that uh, being adaptive and context specific is very important, adaptation. Uh, you mentioned that having multidisciplinary teams from different countries, different people uh, makes the case and the innovation lab stronger, uh, which online and virtual facilitates, of course. Uh, earlier, you also shared something about uh, the importance of using design thinking as a tool. So I see this um, as, as ingredients that you're using, right, in creating successful innovation labs. So uh, Victoria and Christina, um, what are some others like uh, important ingredients uh, to, to have uh, successful uh, innovation labs that, you know, might spark the interest uh, of, of the listeners as well? Well, um, I think one of them would be, well, as, as Christina mentioned, the diversity of the groups, because having diverse groups allow us to see the problem from different angles, you know, uh, maybe I see the problem from my side, but someone else that has a different background or comes from another country or from an area for from an, another area of expertise can see the problem differently. So that allow us to, to create a solution that really, that is really a solution to, to the whole problem. You know, it's not only a solution for a part of the problem, but it's a solution for the whole problem. And also collaboration. We, we understand that the best ideas come from exchanging, from 
having a space to, to work together with others where I can share an idea and maybe Christina can build up from that idea and we can have another one better. So collaboration is like a really, really important aspect in, in the labs and is what we see that really brings the, um, the innovation that only one person can, can't create something innovative as uh, within, a, within a group. So that's really important. Um, also the commitment. Uh, we understand that sometimes virtually we have uh, long sessions and there are a lot of agile exercise, but it's important to be committed to the process and also to understand that it's a process. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning, sometimes it's hard because we, are, we start working and answering questions and writing a lot of post-its. And for some people, it's like, okay, what I'm doing? Where is this leading? But if we uh, commit and we engage with the process, at the end, we, we always uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so I guess that. And Beautiful. yeah, I would also say to be, you know, open, to have an, an open mind, an open heart, to be present. I know that maybe sounds easy to say it, but working with others and, and creating uh, solutions and thinking of new ideas, well, we need to, to be creative, to have an open mind, to listen to others, um, also to, to be empathic <laughs> with, with the people's real needs and with the context that we are working. So I would say that are the, the main ingredients. Wow. Um, so we have quite some ingredients now for a very successful innovation. Eh? Um, being adaptive, having multidisciplinary teams, uh, um, uh, being diverse, um, using design thinking, focus on collaboration, uh, trusting the process, trusting each other, um, uh, but also being empathic and listening and feeling each other. Um, beautiful. I'm already getting energized to, you know, start uh, and engage with one of your innovation labs. Uh, thanks for that. Um, so, yeah, to conclude, um, what would your call to action be to the listeners? Sure. So, um... We would like to, to invite people working in the third sector, social organizations, social movements, grassroots organizations, social entrepreneurs, all, all the people that are involved in this, uh, in this sector, not to be afraid to, to innovate and to explore new solutions. Um, as I said before, uh, this is something new also for, at least in Latin America, for our organizations. They Sometimes they tell us like, we don't understand what is innovation and how we can use innovation in our work. And we, we still use like our traditional ways of working. So not to be afraid to innovate, to, to be able to think outside the box, uh, to find solutions to the problems we always face. And sometimes we don't know how to address them. So this can be one, one way to start to think on, on different things. Um, and also to, to the, I don't know, the, the international cooperation or the private sector with which we haven't worked a lot yet, but we would like to work and we think it would be interesting to find uh, synergies between, between the sectors um, to help us to, to keep growing this community of social innovators uh, and, and to know like the potential uh, Latin America social leaders or representative of social of, of organizations have to, 
yeah, to, to find uh, to support the social social change. So that that would be the our our call to action. Great, thank you very much for sharing the call to action, and I would like to thank you for providing more insights on the virtual innovation labs. Uh, congratulations once more with uh, with the award, um, and uh, thank you for being present today. Thanks to you, Alexander. Thank you, Alexander. Thank you for listening to the podcast channel of Disrupt Development, the world's first post-growth innovation academy in global development. We work with leaders, nonprofits, social enterprises, corporates, international institutions and governments to help them innovate, maximize impact and achieve systems change.